How's it going, everybody? This is the Nitty Gritty. My name is Chad. With me is Leonard. This is a wrestling show. And this week, we are going to be covering a new type of topic, which is the best and worst wrestling pay-per-view names. But before we get to that, Leonard, how are you doing this week? No, not too bad. Um, Schedule-wise, I'm not sure if this is going to come out. I think this is going to come out right after Halloween. So yeah. happy belated Halloween to everyone. And uh, to mention, I almost wore my bright orange monster bash shirt, but I decided to go low key just this past weekend. And I think I've mentioned this on the program before. Uh, my friend Ron Adams, of creepyclassics.com, uh, has his own classic horror movie convention called the Monster Bash. And we had our first one in like more than two years because of the pandemic, uh, just a little bit north of Pittsburgh. And it was a good time. And I hosted two game shows that we play. We play What's My Monster, which is based off of What's My Line, uh, where one guesses a monster that someone's thinking of, and then the other being a monster match game. So like the old match game TV show, uh, but uh, with monster-themed fill-ins. And uh, our tech guy has promised me that when we do that in June, he's going to get me a Gene Rayburn uh, pencil-thin microphone. Very nice. So I'm, so I'm excited to to have that. But it was a fantastic weekend, and uh, we really enjoyed it. And then thank you for having me. Yeah, no, Monster Bash is always a fun time. Uh, I recommend it if you're in the area. And I think if you get that microphone, you should use it on this show as well. Yeah, I will see. I'm not sure what kind of plugins it will have, but we we will <laughs> give that a try. It's very possible that that type of microphone won't have a USB hookup. <laughs> That's what I'm guessing. But 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 Ted. Uh, who's our main tech guy is like a, a a wizard with with old technology and being able to splice it into the new. So I think I think he'll be able to make it work for the show. But I'm interested to see what he what he brings me in June. Right. Well, we are coming at you as we speak. Uh, about to happen is the uh, NXT Halloween Havoc event. Uh, the draft WWE draft has already happened and. AEW, we're heading into full gear, and we just uh, had Impact's Bound for Glory event. Um, so, Leonard, this past week, have you watched any wrestling, past or present? Because of Monster Bash, and I was gone for several days, I don't believe I have watched any wrestling at all within the past seven days. Oh, man, well, we might have to stop the show. We um, might. That is rare. That is rare for me because I usually like to go on. And watch the uh, you know old stuff on the network. The last thing I watched, which I'm guessing was probably a little more than a week and a half ago, was I was watching. I believe it was the big event. Uh, uh, yeah. From uh, if that was the if if that was the one from uh, Toronto. Oh yeah yeah, been, yeah yeah yeah. Eighty eighty four ish. I think the main event was or, uh, Hogan versus Orndorff. Yeah. Absolutely. If memory serves. Yes. So I was watching just because that popped up and I don't think I had ever seen that, but I'd heard of it. And so that was the last thing that, that I had watched. And it wasn't bad. It was kind of what I think we've talked about this before, what I call the glorified house shows that they would do for like Madison Square Garden and Boston Garden. Uh, it felt very much like that, but they tried to like the opening of it was Mean Gene. Uh, doing voiceover as like a helicopter flew over like the Toronto skyline. Yeah, well, and, funny, and funny you mentioned fun. glorified house shows uh, because I don't know if you've ever seen any of the Saudi Arabia shows that they've done. They're always on at weird times. But yeah, uh, no, I've not watched any of the Crown Jewels. Those are glorified house shows, all of them. In my in my opinion, nothing of note hardly ever happens there. They might create something that you know hasn't happened to make it seem like it's a big special deal but you know for instance like uh what was it uh the that tournament that shane mcmahon won years ago which yes meant nothing and now this week they you know, this past you know event they brought back king of the ring and introduced the queen's crown which i think it's great that the women have a tournament you know i think that's cool and all but uh i they just those those events mean nothing um, but they look really spectacular. <laughs> uh, well, of course, they're doing it because they're being paid a lot of money. Oh, yeah. To go. And I remember, and I don't know if this is true, just the rumor, but like the first time they did it, they were asking for like, can Yokozuna come? Yeah. You know, and like people who are dead and been dead for years. 
That's funny. I, I would like to know if that's true. Yeah. Well, we mentioned some of these events because, as I said, we are going to be talking about our favorite and least favorite pay-per-view names. Now, this, at least on my list, I tried not to incorporate anything about the event itself or what the card looked like uh, hmm. because it could have been a really good card or a really bad card. Um, just the name itself. And so that is what Leonard and I are going to go through and I think it's only fitting that we start with our top five worst. And I think we're just going to go list by list instead of uh, alternating, Leonard. Um, okay, that's we'll, cool. We'll, we'll alternate for the best. That way we can keep people in suspense. Um, okay. But well, we're, you want me to do my five and you're going to do your five for worst. Yeah, you know what? How about this? Yeah. You do your top four and then we'll both okay. kind of reveal our number one. Okay, we'll do that. It turns out. So, Leonard, okay. what is your what is your number five worst pay per view name? Or if you have any honorable mentions, you can list those as well. Because I do. I didn't do any honorable mentions, and I should say I'm not 100 sure if all of these are pay per views, uh, because you know before pay per view there was closed circuit television, right? And before no, that okay. there was there was just big shows, right? So, so I don't think I have any big shows. And this is what I was thinking too today was like, what's the, what was like the earliest like big show that had a name and the earliest I could think of, and there might be something before this was the showdown at Shea that WWF did in 1972. Right. And then they did, I think 176 and one in 80. And then after that Starcade, and then after that WrestleMania, and then after that is when they had like four pay-per-views a year. And then in the early nineties, when they went to the monthly schedule. Right. And when you get to the monthly schedule is when you get to, hey, we've got to come up with a different name for this, and they're not always winners. So with all that being said, my number five is uh, ECW or WWE One Night Stand. Two reasons. One is there was more than one nixing the idea of one night idea. You know, <laughs> hey, this is a one night stand three years in a row. Two, a one night stand is usually associated with a brief sexual encounter that won't be repeated. So maybe that's not the best connotation for your wrestling pay-per-view. No, I, I, I agree with you um, on this one for sure. It's not on my list. I'll say that, okay. uh, but it, it's no, it's certainly fitting. And uh, yeah, like if they had done it once, I'd be willing to bet. Yeah, I think probably wouldn't have mentioned it here, but no, uh, we're not. yeah. Number four, I have Global Warning, which is a WWE pay-per-view exclusive from Australia, uh, which is a playoff of the term global warming, which is, of course, the environmental cataclysm that's going to wipe out all life as we know it, which <laughs> is a great name for your lighthearted wrestling pay-per-view. And even as a pun, what does global warning even mean? I mean, right. we're warning Australia that we're coming. Usually a warning, like a tornado warning, is bad. So, yeah. you know, you want people excited for your pay-per-view, not scared that it's coming at you. Well, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, though, no, that is a weird name. And I think the reason it's weird is I you think back of all the tours that they did in non-U.S. countries, like mm -hmm. even the old Coliseum videotapes where they would just kind of throw something together and it would be like WrestleFest or, you know, whatever. Like, I feel like they didn't give any attention to the names of those and i no. believe the bet that they gave probably less than a minute attention to global warning uh you mm -hmm. know because they would just they probably figured you know out well, i don't you know, only hardcore fans are going to watch it so who cares but yeah those events are all weird i remember this one specifically because at the time that was the only way you could see brock lesnar and triple h in the ring together there was a long period. Now, this is before Brock returned from, you know, to the WWE after his post-UFC, um, you know, things were happening. This was a triple threat match between The Rock, Triple H, and Brock Lesnar. And I remember being excited simply because that match was there. But, uh, yes, the name leaves a lot to be desired. Number three, I have Fatal 4-Way by WWE. I don't like naming a show after a specific match, especially right. when not all those matches are going to be of that type. Right. Now, WWE does a good job, I think, with extreme rules because most of those matches are some type of a hardcore match or a stipulation match. They were but Hell in a Cell, yeah. But, but Hell in a Cell, TLC, 
I would put here. But yeah. I go with Fatal 4-Way of the, the worst of this type because that is the least interesting and most common type of match to do this type of main of naming with. I mean, it's just a step above standard singles match. I Come on. Like, they have to name that a pay-per-view. Standard match. Standard match <laughs> rules. But you know what? Like, but think of the font for this pay-per-view, Leonard. It was such a, you know cool looking font but yes the name itself was just nothing and you're saying that this is the worst type worst pay-per-view name of this type i guarantee i got that beat you'll okay. see when i when we get there um but no this brings, I up, this, one. This, this brings up a good point uh that i forgot to tell before we started our list which is uh, you know I, I wrestling at one point looked for pay-per-view names to be kind of standard bearers and to be not just themes, but like things that events you looked forward to every year around the same time, you know, events that became staples, uh, you know, to that company that, you know, that brand. Mm -hmm. And I think WCW, 90% of their run tried to do that. And yeah. I think I would, I think, you know, impact still does that to a certain extent as well. WWE, for whatever reason, like the, aside from the big four, Vince is really temperamental and finicky about the pay-per-view names. Like mm -hmm. he'll, get, he'll want something for a few years and then all of a sudden mm, we got to change backlash to WrestleMania backlash. Why? <laughs> Why? I don't get it. Like, I, you know, like just to do it, like, and, and you're going to see some of the, the reason I mentioned this is because you're going to see some of those like one hit wonder one failure wonder names on our lists because they just they meant nothing in the big scheme of things all right so number two which you might consider a cheat is just about anything progress has ever come up with <laughs> now while progress is some truly funny and inspired big show names and, and that's kind of part of the joke with them i get that uh, you know, the show we can't call Progressal Mania for legal reasons is probably my favorite name of theirs. I also like Old Man Shakes Fist at Cloud, which is a Simpsons reference and a slam against Jim Cornette. I like that one, too. But most of them, I would say, are just bad, especially out of context, um, with a lot of them just being inside jokes for too clever for their own good. Here's, here, here's a few that, that I thought were just head scratching. Uh, Unbelievable Jeff. Which I think is a great band name. Uh, very, very, very breaky, 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 bishy, bishy, which I have no idea what that means. Writing Nirvana on other people's bags, which I'm guessing is a rib somebody was doing in the back. I'm sure some some of our viewers may be able to to explain to me what some of these are. I like to chill out here and shoot some dinosaurs. Uh, bourbon is also a biscuit. And one big neck with sausage hands. These are all titles of progress. I don't know if they were all pay-per-views, but major shows that progress has done over the years. I mean, let's be honest. And I've not seen much stuff. From no, I've not seen play. much progress. But these, these, um, a lot of these names came across lists, and like oddly enough, some of the lists I saw listed progress names as some of their favorites. But, um, but yeah, no, I agree. And I mean, this reeks of guys sitting around high trying to think of fun names like like yeah. you, can't, you can't tell me that it wasn't done under the influence like you just i mean because and they've got to be kicking themselves at this point because some of those things that you just mentioned like how can you google that <laughs> like what are you gonna find when you google that and who would want to yeah. take time to google that yeah uh, and some of them were just way too too long i mean right this is what we could talk about i think the best pay-per-view names it, it's, it's a short phrase. It's probably no more than three words most of the yeah. time. You know, yeah. one word, yeah. two words, maybe three, depending. Uh, but yeah, something like, I like to chill out here and shoot some dinosaurs. You're doing because it makes you laugh one time. But exactly. that's not... That's, that's my that's point. Long, it's not a long-haul name. It's not a name that trips off the tongue. It's not one that you're going to easily remember to Google. Um, it, 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 it just makes it hard, hard to find on you know repeat viewings or if you want to order the dvd or even look up what the card was no i agree all right so that was yeah. your number two right that's my number two so to you for your top four all right 
So my five and four are somewhat cheats as well, but let's get to some of my honorable mentions here. Uh, okay. And it wasn't a requirement to have honorable mentions, but the, I, what I was basically, I just, I jotted down for both categories and I had more than what I needed. So um, one of my honorable mentions is sold out. Um, and, you know, just the, the weird way of spelling the name of the, the event is just annoying to me and unnecessary um yeah so i didn't like that um and another one of my honorable mentions is a wwe event roadblock end of the line which i don't, re I don't remember roadblock and i will say about sold out when you mentioned how wcw was fairly consistent towards the end they weren't and that was yeah. the NWO influence and the Ventruso influence, et cetera. That's but why I, my I percentage remember. was 90% as opposed to yes. 100. The I don't remember Roadblock at all. That was I a Roman Reigns-led um, pay-per-view. Um, okay. And I believe I believe Kevin Owens, maybe, uh, off the top of my head. But anyway, like that's just one of those fly-by-night, you know, oh, we got to change this name of this event that just is stupid and generic. And there's so many WWE pay-per-views, pay-per-view names that are generic, in my opinion, and just don't mean anything and don't entice any casual fans to check it out, in my opinion. That's my opinion. Um, but let's get to my number five. My number five, they are kind of the same event, but they had two different names, and that would be Hogwild and Roadwild. So... Yeah. I, I listed Roadblock end of the line. Here's another road name pay-per-view just because, I, you know, Hogwild for sure, right? Like, I mean, that just, you know, sounds kind of mm -hmm. dirty in my opinion. Like, I realize it coincides with, you know, the the motorcycle events, you know, and all that. And that, that was cool for what it was. But yeah, I, I think the names of these events are just lame <laughs> in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Any thoughts there? Yeah, well, you know, these are the 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 Sturgis motorcycle rally events they had, and those are are peculiar shows anyway. If you watch them, you know, very peculiar yeah. venue. Yeah, many reasons. It's a fan base that doesn't get what you're doing. You know, weird main events. Jay Leno in your main event. Uh, <laughs> so those are those those are just odd shows. I know we're talking about more the name than the show. So I like the, the fact that they all. Or, I guess, tying into, hey, we're at a biker rally. I think you could have probably done that in a stronger manner. Yeah. Uh, my number four is also a twofer. Uh, WCW Sin and Greed. You know, this is why I said 90% with WCW, because towards the last year. The, yeah. the and these were two, what, two of the last few. Yep. From, from 01, correct? And, yes. yeah, you could, really, you could really put all of them from 01 on here mm -hmm. um and they're just you know i see that they're what like i put these together because they're obviously going for the same theme of like uh, you know i guess seven deadly sin type thing but they're just it just didn't make any sense it felt again like that was something wwe would do like we need to change the name of this event why like and what does this mean and is this like this is after the company had rebranded and all that kind of stuff like this is what is going to pull in wrestling fans like WCW sin. Like it's so vague and nondescript that, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. yeah. And negative connotations as well. I get the idea sure. that they were going for the NWO were cool anti-hero badasses, but they're uh, sin and greed have negative connotations, you know? So I don't know if that necessarily works. And also isn't sin misspelled. Isn't like S Y N N or something weird. I don't, that I don't know. I did. I was, I, you know, this wasn't on my list. So I didn't look it up, but I was thinking it was, it was spelled, it was spelled weird, but it may not. I mean. yeah, they even, you know, they even messed with super, super brawl and called it super brawl revenge. Like, come on, stop. That's, uh, like, a, that's like a video game. That would be the video game. Super brawl right. revenge. That would be a good name for the video game. Um, my number three, and this is where I have you beat Leonard. TLC yeah, okay. tables, ladders, chairs, and stairs. From 2014. Oh yeah, that was the name of the event. Tables, ladders, chairs, and stairs. Only mm -hmm. one time did they do this. It was 2014. And I believe it was the stairs part was thrown in because there was supposed to be a, a stairs match, whatever the hell that means, between Big Show 
and I believe Eric Rowan. And I don't you know. Kick you that you kick your opponent down a flight of stairs. Yeah, like it just, you know, again, and like this is where we were talking about the themes. Just the tag teams that made the TLC match really famous, you know, obviously on one hand, it's a really big honor for them to say that they started this match that is now its own event. Um, but it's unnecessary in my opinion. And I think it doesn't do anything for that type of match. Like, I think it puts expectations on the match that it's almost impossible to meet, not just because of the, the legacy of what the, the originators did, but just because people are going to be expecting certain things and it's never what you get now, um, especially in the PG era um, and the, you know, knowledge of, CTE and all that kind of stuff like the mat that match just isn't the same anymore um but yeah the the naming pay-per-view after a match is not something I don't think either of us are a fan of but maybe you really no. liked this 2014 event Leonard what do you think no well first of all I quickly looked it up sin was spelled the regular way it was s-i-n I was thinking it was like a weird misspelling but as far yeah I mean when I talked about this type of match I definitely or a match used for a pay-per-view name i definitely wanted to use one and again i went with fatal four-way just because to me that's a more boring match style than anything here but yes the idea that not only did they use tlc but then added like in parentheses or whatever and chairs or and stairs or what have you or trash can lids and cookie sheets and you know they had all those, it would be like almost like a progress name Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, progress, but we should do that. So, yeah, I mean, I, again, just in general, I don't like this type, and I can see where you're coming from with not only are you kind of clouding it, but the fact that you're never going to live up to the original TTLC. Uh, and again, they've done TLC matches after that, and, you know, you can even say, hey, you're never going to live up to Razor Sean for a ladder match, and they've done plenty of ladder matches since then. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, again, we're talking about the name and not the show. And I think we both agree with this type is bad. Just we went a different direction with it. Yeah. Uh, my number two is also a twofer, but again, they go together and that would be Taboo Tuesday and Cyber Sunday. Mm -hmm. um, these are very, you know, start of the millennium style names. I think that mm -hmm. now, especially, they are incredibly dated. I think even when they were airing, the concept of them was so transparent at least in my opinion as far as mm -hmm. people believing that they had their votes mattered um i mean this was very clearly like so for those who might not remember the whole play of this was that there were various matches and sometimes the opponents or the stipulations could be decided via vote of the viewers right. and uh, there was also it was all very clearly manipulated to have certain things happen um but i think the names themselves are so low bar uh really really low bar so mm -hmm. yeah that that is why i put those here yeah. well you know the idea is you want something that either is either rhyming or alliter alliterative which pops up a lot and, and you get that here with the cyber sunday and, and taboo tuesday and uh again yeah the, the i get the idea of having a name which ties to your concept and I always, I didn't think that it was rigged, but I felt it was always very weighted. Like they gave you the choice that they wanted and the two of the worst choices you could possibly have. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and the choice they wanted would win, but you know, most of the time. So a tie in, so a tie in, in into, into that. So, I mean, I get, yeah, I like, I get the idea of you want the fan interaction because it makes them think that they're part of your product. But when you're doing that without giving them a choice, and I agree with that, or a real choice. And I agree with that because you don't want in pro wrestling, you don't want anything that is not rigged. Right. You know, suppose you know, supposedly the spin the wheel make the deal match Halloween have between Jake Roberts and Sting. Some people say the wheel was rigged, some say it wasn't, but it came up on a coal miners glove match, which is what nobody wanted. I think Eric so, I think Eric Bischoff, I think it was Eric Bischoff, um, has has said that that was absolutely rigged. It was rigged. Somebody, I, I always, somebody who was there, at, like, yes. said for sure that it was rigged. And, you know, I've, I've heard different things over the years. I would say that it was rigged and they made a poor choice. 
But anyway, the idea is you, you don't want to leave anything in the hands of your fans or to fate when it comes to comes to wrestling, I don't think. So. Right. Uh, so we're up to so we're up to our number ones. So we're up to our number one, as you said. So oh man, I have a feeling. <laughs> I have a feeling we're gonna tie because you haven't said it and I haven't said it. Nope. Uh, do you, nope. do you have do you have great balls of fire? Yep. Yeah. So this is the ultimate number one, is it not? And yeah, you know the thing about this event is the name, and this is crazy to me, the name has overshadowed the fact that it was a really cool main event. It was the only time you saw Brock Lesnar and Samoa Joe have a match together. And, Mm -hmm. you know, but the only thing people can talk about is the lame use of the name. It was just a name that got tossed out there. And, you know, it's probably because Vince McMahon thought, thinks balls. It's just funny to say balls. (laughs) And... You know, the song has been popular in years, and that was based on a phrase. People back in the day would say, oh, great balls of fire, when they were surprised by something. And nobody says that anymore. So it's just yeah. so far out of left field. Yes. That you kind of, and I didn't look up, uh, and I wonder if anyone's ever talked about, you know, where the name came from, like who came up with it and why they went that it direction. It had to have been Vince. Yeah, but you have to notice they never, never used it again. But, right, but because... what would have been cool would be if they would have done it the way we said, and then every year they would have maybe picked an old song or a fun song and then just ran with it, you know, brought yeah, in the band yeah. that and, and just made that because then you will look forward to the music pay-per-view right. or whatever it would be to see who they would pick and who they would bring in. Absolutely. No, yeah, I, I totally agree. So yeah, this was this is just a really poor choice of event. It just has become a joke at this point, and that's why they only did it once. So I would assume that I'm just assuming that Vince is the one that thought of this and that he saw the reaction or heard about the reaction and said, "Okay, no more." So now we move on to our top five best. So we'll just do this the same way. We'll go through okay. our uh, five through two. And then- um, And I will start simply because I have a bunch of honorable mentions that I'll do because I realized I put too many on here. Um, So I had uh, Great American Bash as an honorable Mm -hmm. mention. Um, I had King of the Ring as an honorable mention. Uh, Halloween Havoc, uh, Super Clash, which is Mm -hmm. not an event that has a very positive history. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's... uh, you know, was a kind of a joint venture to compete with WWF at the time with a bunch of different territories. Uh, but Super Clash to me is a cool name, as is Wrestle Kingdom, which is a very popular event uh, in, in Japan, uh, New Japan. So, yeah, those are my honorable mentions. Um, as we talked about before, like the whole one word or two words, something really succinct. And mm-hmm. I think something that has like somewhat a little bit of prestige or maybe a little like a really kind of a I don't know this is just a phrase I'm creating like an epic toughness to the name you know something that really speaks to pro wrestling and what it can offer and doesn't dumb it down is those are the names that I gravitated to and that whole thing of you know not dumbing down pro wrestling kind of speaks to some of the names I selected for my worst as well uh so so yeah those are my honorable mentions so leonard you can go with your uh your five through two. Oh, okay i was just gonna say i quickly looked it up and apparently they did use great balls of fire as the theme song but i don't remember it being used okay well there you go they said that it was used for that but i don't remember it being used uh they anyway so first of they should have had him play <laughs> yeah but yeah bring jerry lee lewis on i think would be cool even though the fan base probably would have known who he was uh, so I do have one honorable mention here, and it is um, this Tuesday in Texas, which some people might put on their worst list. But to me, again, what do you need to know? Hey, the show's this Tuesday, and it's in <laughs> Texas. And you know what the show was? It was on Tuesday. It was in Texas. That's all I asked. That's all I asked. <laughs> so uh, my number five is Kurt WrestleMania by Pro Wrestling Gorilla. Uh, this is, of course, a playoff of WrestleMania, but naming your pay-per-view 
after a famous actor and one totally not involved. I don't think he ever showed up uh, is hilarious to me. This is the type of joke. I talked about the progress names. This is a gag that I think most people are going to get. And I really do like the fact that at least for the first show that they did, they themed all, there was like an escape from LA cage match and things like that that were themed after Kurt Russell movies. So that they, See, that's what themed, I mean about going all out. Yeah. Going all out. They leaned into the Kurt Russell mania theme. So if you're going to do a joke name, do something again, this is, this is short. It's sweet. People can understand it. They get the joke very easily. So I really, I really liked Kurt Russell mania. Uh, make, makes me laugh every time that, that I hear it. I, uh, they should have had a big trouble in little China match. I don't even know what yeah, that would I, mean or what it would look like, but <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Did they, I, I looked briefly? I believe they had like a what they would call a captain's match. It was a Captain Ron's match, uh, something you know like that. <laughs> I'd have to look at the whole card. I don't think I've ever seen any of the Kurt Russell manias, but I, again, I like the name. Uh, number four, I have Bound for Glory from TNA. Uh, of all their pay per view names, I think this is probably my favorite kind of what you were talking about it sounds epic you know you, you being bound for glory means that we're on our way to greatness you know so it's great for the build and i think that at least early on when i was watching tna more heavily you know they did a really great build to bound for glory the idea that we were on the road to bound for glory and they had the bound for glory series that were in a title shot and it was all this idea of yes we are on the road we are bound for glory all that they put into the build-up uh, and I think even though they try to make Slammiversary like their Super Bowl show, I, I, I think more people connect to Bound for Glory and think of that as being the top show of the year for TNA uh, every, every year. So I want to spread the love a little bit. I want to look at some other uh, companies and looking at TNA, Bound, Bound for Glory was clearly the best one for me. Yeah. Uh, number three. Uh, I have uh, November to Remember from ECW. You know, ECW had a lot of really great and creative pay-per-view names, uh, including ones that were specific to ECW style, talent, or storylines. The Night to Cross the Line has always been a favorite of mine. Uh, the, the Return of the Funker. But November to Remember is something that's a little more mainstream. I think it's probably ECW's best known and well-remembered pay-per-view name. Uh, kind of like what I was joking with this Tuesday in Texas, November to Remember, it's in November, and it's a show that you will remember. So it's a positive connotation there. A little bit different than December to Dismember, Right. Which dismembering, it, it seemed like, okay, November to remember works. So let's try this again. And it never is so good when you do a copy of a copy. And like I said, Bound for Glory seemed to be TNA's Super Bowl. People consider it to be, I think November to remember was considered to be um, ECW Super Bowl. And my number two is actually one of your honorable mentions. It was Halloween Havoc. Uh, for names related to holidays, I think this is probably the best. You've got the nice alliteration. Uh, havoc is not a common word people use all the time, but they know what it means. And havoc is something you would expect to find on Halloween. You know, the tradition is that you pull tricks and pranks and basically you just run out and cause havoc. Uh, you know, and just as a side note, I know we're not talking about the things around it, just the name. Well, I think WCW, especially very early on, did a great job in, in the promotional materials, in the sets, with the yeah. Halloween branding, the way they it looked and the way they would sell it with the commercials and the packages and, and the, like commentators were in costume and things of that nature. They really went all out with the branding. And I think that helps also elevate the name. Like we talked about with Great Balls of Fire. If you would have themed it completely after the old song or the idea of a classic rock idea, then that helps. And I think the fact that we not only called it Halloween Havoc, but leaned so strongly into it really helps helps that for me yeah um no yeah halloween havoc is a great one and it's worth noting that eric bischoff on his podcast 83 weeks has talked about how that was low-key the the big event for wcw when he was in charge whereas most mm -hmm. people might think of one of the other pay-per-view names uh, that had more of a history to it he has said that that was really the big one that they liked uh, to build, to build to. So yeah, no, that's, um, that's definitely a good one. And you're, you're right about the sets as well. 
um, which was always a very creative part of, of WCW's events. And as I was thinking about it, it was it's worth noting that even though it's not a pay-per-view, Clash of the Champions, I think, is a really cool name. Yeah. Well, um, that whole just that that is something that rolls off the tongue as opposed to the big event in uh, No Holds Barred, which was called Battle of the Tough Guys. <laughs> like, I just thought of that as we were, as you were talking. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, that's, it doesn't get much lamer than Battle of the Tough Guys. Like, yes. <laughs> you know, and everything with Clash of the Champions is that the gimmick, at least early on, was that every single title would be defended on the show. Right. Hence, yep. that it was truly the Clash of the Champions. Because not all titles were defended on every pay-per-view back then per se. But the right. fact that they were not only being defended, but on live regular TV, it was, was a great selling point. Right. Um, all right. So my number five is one that you mentioned is bound for glory. Um, okay. This is the sole TNA uh, impact event that I listed here. And as you said, you said it you know, the best, uh, you know, it's an epic sounding event. It was the event that they built towards more often than not and it's just you know to me it really speaks to the athletic the athleticism of what pro wrestlers bring to the table and it gives it you know prestige and a a real kind of epic quality so yeah i i like that name a lot number four starcade which uh, i think most people would consider wcw's premier event for a long time and uh, I, I think it just rolls off the tongue. It, you know, to me, it, it's short, it's simple, and it sounds like something you'd want to see. Any you know, Starcade was almost on my list. I thought about it. The only thing that kind of knocked it down for me was that it felt very 80s. The idea that it's an arcade. Okay. And it's the arcade of stars kind of, kind of concept. But again, yes, I, it was very cool. And I always liked uh, the fact that they gave it subtitles early on, like a flare for the gold being the first one in 83. Right. Or, uh, oh, what was the one? The, oh, the the one based off of Highlander. Was that 86? <laughs> yeah, I, I can't remember. remember. I'll, I'll look that up as you keep talking. But, you know, I almost went with Starcade, But I, I find it a little bit dated. But it certainly is, you know, good, strong. Um, number three is another WCW event, Super Brawl. Um, I think that this speaks to the, the toughness part of pay-per-view names that I, I referred to earlier. Uh, again, I think that this is just short and sweet, and it sounds like a really monumental wrestling event. It sounds like a wrestling event that you'd want to see, like something big is going to happen at Super Brawl. Um, it really it gives wrestling a, an esteem to it that is worth looking at uh which is why i always liked that one yeah sorry i was looking up starcade starcade 85 was called the gathering <laughs> yeah. i believe they were using highlander imagery for the promotional materials to that so that's the one uh that i was trying to think of uh but um no, you know, super, again, yeah, Super Brawl, I think, is another good one. I would always say that, in my mind, I think the minds of most fans, the product, WCW slash NWA versus WWE at the time, that WCW felt like that was the tougher product. Those were the tougher guys. Those were right. your real wrestlers. So having Brawl, you know, Bash, things of those natures as part of your pay-per-view names, I think, fits them more than fits um wwe but yeah you know super again short simple and when we talk about super brawl being a playoff of super bowl and the connotation of the super bowl um it, you know it's 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 a good name yeah uh my number two is royal rumble and in terms of the whole you know letter same letter has to sound like it rhymes or like mm -hmm. it goes together i think royal rumble is the best one um again i think it it sounds epic it sounds interesting and mm -hmm. you know the legacy that has been built on the royal rumble has made it like one of the biggest events so mm -hmm. yeah to me that it sounds pro wrestling 
And I think that in some ways that can be, in some ways, uh, pay-per-view names, that can be a bad thing. But in this case, I think it sounds pro wrestling. And, it, and you know, to me, that's a very positive thing. So, Yeah, and, and the idea that we talked about pay-per-views named for matches aren't good. Well, this is an example of, of one that is good. Right. Although it should be noted that the match didn't exist and then they threw the name on a pay-per-view, the, the pay, which was live TV. That you know, It was the counter to Starcade in its first year. Uh, the Royal Rumble and the match and the name came at the same time, you know, to that. And, you know, I've mentioned how I, I do a long-term um, fantasy booking thing. And I made a, a joke out of the fact that I didn't have the rights to do a Royal Rumble. So I call mine the terrific tussle. <laughs> it could be called the tremendous tussle. Oh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll do it. a name change. There you go. <laughs> I got it coming up. That's my that's my New Year's Eve show. Uh, so, so we're number one, and maybe we've tied again. I think we have. I have a feeling. And I, bet you, and I bet you we both had the same thought of leaving it off just because, and it's WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. I you mean, know, it's it, it's it sounds there. It doesn't. There's nothing more epic and meaningful, and something that also sounds tough sounds aggressive and also speaks to pro wrestling and you know that is not just based on the fact that it's a yearly staple and a yearly event like the super bowl it's the fact that even the first one like that sounds like something that you have to see so Mm -hmm. and 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 i don't know what those watching on youtube can see but behind me, my posters, I have One Night Stand, which was on my list for worse. And I have the first WrestleMania on my other end over here. Yeah. Um, you, you know, it, it, we, if you say best event names for sports of all time, Super Bowl's number one, I think WrestleMania is number two. Yeah. And partly because of the name, WrestleMania has that reputation for being not just the Super Bowl of the year for WWE, but for wrestling itself, for all of pro wrestling. And you can see that by how WrestleMania weekend has developed that every other, uh, you know, league that is out there will have special events and special activities and such during WrestleMania weekend. And usually in or around the city that WrestleMania is, is, is happening at, um, you know, at everything that we've talked about is short, it's distinct. Um, but two, and we haven't talked a lot about this, a little bit with Great Balls of Fire and the fact that they did nothing with the branding. And WrestleMania has, they have very excellently over the years done, you know, what, more than 35 years, great branding. Right. You know, WrestleMania is the premier event every year for wrestling. It's the event that everyone wants to go to. You know, the image of the guy pointing to the sign that I'm going to WrestleMania. The idea that everyone wants a WrestleMania uh, moment. The idea that everyone wants to wrestle for the title of WrestleMania, at WrestleMania being the main event of WrestleMania. The idea that The Undertaker's WrestleMania streak meant something. I mean, could you imagine someone saying, oh, I'm undefeated at Great Balls of Fire. I'm undefeated <laughs> at Bound for Glory. I'm undefeated at, you know, November to Remember. Nobody cares, but the fact that would, that, be, that would be hilarious if somebody started that, though. Yes, that would be a Santino Morella thing, I think. Yes, you know, yes, that would be a gimmick for him. I, I, I like, I have the, I have a streak at Great Balls of Fire of undefeated, but, but no one else brags about that. But the fact that the Undertaker was undefeated for you know more than twenty, well, twenty matches because there were some years he was off um, at WrestleMania. Is, is is just such a part of his legacy and something that right. everyone thinks about and remembers, and that's part of the WrestleMania branding. So, on paper, oh, WrestleMania maybe doesn't grab you, but it's the branding over the course of 35 years. It's what they've done with it, and the fact that that was Vince's first real solid foray into going national. You know, right. he had played with it. But that was the the coming out party for the change in the business that we saw today, going from the territories to what Vince McMahon wanted to do, going national, have, well, again, closer to TV at the time, but what became pay-per-view, uh, domination of cable. You know, we could talk all night long about just the importance of WrestleMania in popular culture, just, just not for wrestling itself. So it's kind of hard 
not to say that's the best pay-per-view name of all time when you add in just everything connected to it. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, I had thought we might uh, have similar yep. number ones for both. And that was what came to pass because, you know, it's kind of hard to argue um, against those number ones. Um, one thing that we do differ on though, Leonard, is yeah. the, you know, the esteem for ECW's pay-per-view names. <laughs> um, okay. Like okay. I, I had thought about, I was I had thought about putting WrestlePalooza on my honorable mentions, but I didn't go with that. Um, yeah, I don't know. ECW's names, just very. You were talking about sounding very indie. I I, I don't know. Like ECW names, some of them sound very indie, but uh, yeah. I well, I, I, I don't remember the one you mentioned. The night. Uh, what was it? What was it called? The night. The night. The night that crossed the line. I'd yeah, have to look. That up sounds. That sounds. That sounds like a noir movie. That's. <laughs> yes. 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 And then that was I. One. I think that was a very maybe one of the very first times I heard about ECW, was that they had this show, and then of course the idea that they went from being Eastern Championship Wrestling to Extreme Championship Wrestling. And I just think they tried to do, again, talk about branding. I think Heyman knew the importance of branding and he wanted to show names that were very specific to ECW style and, and something that was different from what everyone else was doing. And, uh, you know, yeah, I, again, if you compare ECW to say progress, unique, different names, a lot of one shot names. But again, like we said with progress, they seem to be going for the joke where Heyman specifically wanted things that were specific that screamed ECW, uh, but that would be that would be memorable. Yeah, and no, yeah, I agree. Um, you know, at least I can at least give him that, even if I didn't like some of the names. Um, whereas I think WWE now is almost going for stuff that sounds very mainstream and sounds non-wrestling related. I, I think that maybe that plays into some of the choices that are made these days. Uh, which I, I just I, I don't agree with because it makes for very ordinary sounding events overall. But Leonard, if you were to pick one company that had the best pay-per-view names overall, who would you pick? Okay, before I answer that, I will say it was the show, I, I think I said it incorrectly, the night the line was crossed. Look at me doing live corrections. And the main event was Terry Funk, uh, a triple threat with Sabu and Shane Douglas. And it went it went 60 minutes. I remember that match. It was from 94. So there you go. Um yeah, who had the best? You know what? I'm gonna go WCW. So yeah, I, no, I agree. I'm glad you did it. I'm glad I, I agree with you. Uh like you like you said earlier, you know, they were consistent mainly until they got into the Russo era and the NWO era. But all of their all their shows were usually very distinct, you know, short phrases, memorable phrases. They did a lot with the branding, like we talked about with Halloween Havoc, but they did the same thing with like Super Brawl and with the Great American Bash. And I love too the idea that early on, and I've said early on, that's your drinking game for tonight. Every time I say early on, take a drink. That when they did the Great American Bash, that uh, it was a tour. Like we're touring America. Right. We're going to go across America and do these series of shows. So, yeah, I think they did a wonderful job with, with not only the names, but the branding of the names early on. And then after that, I think you would have to go with WWE just because they've been around so long. And their core four, we, we haven't mentioned SummerSlam. SummerSlam's a great name. Absolutely. So their, core, so their core four names and a lot of the others, like you mentioned King of the Ring, and, and, you know, like uh, some of the in your houses are funny, but I like the idea of in your house because, again, the branding that they did, the, the, you know, the commercials were like wrestlers, you know, flying through your windows and they gave away yeah. a house on the first yeah. pay-per-view. Yeah, I think if, if there's any takeaway that you, the listener, should get tonight, if you were going to have your own wrestling company and needed to come up with a pay-per-view name, no matter what you go with, go all in on your branding and your merchandising. Make sure that you lean into that name and you make that name fit, and you make that name stick as best as possible. Don't just throw something out there to throw something out there. Yeah, no, I agree. And uh, in terms of In Your House, I think that that would have been good if it was used more sparingly, uh, but they had subtitles attached to most yeah. of those. 
And that came back to bite them in the rear end on more than one occasion because the subtitles would occasionally refer to things that weren't happening on uh, on the event itself, which like, for example, in your house, it's time. Yeah. I think Vader, I don't think he was on that event. Um, no, I, originally, I think he was supposed to have been the world champ going into that. Right. It was supposed time. to be a trilogy with Shawn Michaels, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Michaels balked and things fell apart. And right. There, so, there you like, go. And that was back in the age when, you know, you had to really do the promotional materials months in advance. I get that. But still. Um, yeah. And I just think that WCW embraced the pro wrestling aspect of it more. They were proud mm-hmm. of it. They were proud of what they of what they were doing. They didn't shy away from it or try to refer to it as something else or try to make it Hollywood to make it something that it wasn't, uh, you know, and that's why I think, the, and they, as you said, they were consistent, even the, you know, beach blast, beach, uh, bash at the beach or beach brawl, whatever, like that was mm-hmm. still consistent, like, uh, but yes, we forgot SummerSlam. That is definitely a great one that should have appeared on one of our lists. Uh, I like Survivor Series too, even though they kind of got away from the theme of that over the years. Uh, but uh, but yeah, if you have, think of any that we missed that we should have mentioned, please let us know. If uh, you disagree with our choices, you can let us know that as well. And uh, Leonard, mm-hmm. if you have any more thoughts, I was just I was looking up the in your houses. Yes. And um, so one to mention, uh, In Your House 15, A Cold Day in Hell. Yep, I remember that one. Yep. Which was Steve Austin versus Undertaker. So that's yep. great, you know, branding of your name there. Um, the uh, Another good one was, uh, uh, or uh, good as in bad, was Beware of Dog. And yeah. of course, the incident that happened there where the power went out and they had to yeah. do it over the course of two nights and then splice it together. Um but some of these are bad. Good friends, better enemies. Uh, Great White North because it was in Winnipeg, Canada. <laughs> uh, things that the Lumberjacks just because there was a Lumberjack match on the card. So there's another one named after the specific match. They also had one called Fatal Four Way. Canadian Four, Stampede was a good name. What? Canadian Stampede was a good name. That was, that was named was a after name. a big event in yes. that part of Canada. So. Mm-hmm. Buried Alive was another, hence being named after a um, specific match type. Um, no Way Out of Texas. So, because remember, there was No Way Out. And then they themed it for, it was in your house, No Way Out of Texas. I, I definitely think that they should have an event called, uh, you know, instead of TLC this year, we're going to call it the standard match. <laughs> yeah. Standard, standard rules only. <laughs> 60 uh, minute broadways only yeah yeah 60 minute broadway that'll be the name of the event nobody yeah. will watch because they'll know all the matches go to a 60 minute broadway <laughs> there's only three matches um yeah. all right we're just off the rails at this point yes yes at this point i think it's time we wrapped it up but yeah. again as chad was saying hey if we missed some that you like or didn't like or maybe hey that's a great name and you're idiots to put that on your worst list or vice versa be sure to let us know. Absolutely. Um, and we will see you next week for Leonard. My name is Chad and Alexa, we'll see you out.